0: and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode. Today we're gonna be discussing the importance of validation in relationships. So validation is defined as the recognition or affirmation of a person or of their feelings. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about why validation is so important in our relationships as well as our childhood relationships with our primary caregivers, Uh, what happens when we are invalidated, specifically as a child, and finally, how to overcome and heal our wounds of invalidation. So validation, in essence, is the idea that other people see us for who we truly are. It's rooted in the basic need to be seen and to be accepted as one is without judgment. So when you are validating someone, in essence, you're giving them your attention, you're focusing on them, and you're allowing them to be themselves while appreciating who they are as they express themselves. So when we are validated, we feel seen, which is a fundamental element of any relationship. In order to connect with another person, you need to feel like others are able to see you and that you feel safe to express yourself and are going to be accepted for who you truly are. So without validation, relationships of any kind are going to break down because ultimately when there is a lack of validation, you don't feel accepted. You know, without validation, there's just no one there to see you. It leaves you really feeling empty, uh, a sense of loneliness, a sense of aloneness. And oftentimes it leaves you with this feeling of, of being abandoned and rejected. Ultimately, these are things that break break down any form of trust and connection in relationships. So childhood, when our parents do not validate our experiences. It's its tremendously wounding. know, many parents do this without realizing it. They invalidate their their children's experience without just understanding how they're doing it. And oftentimes this wounds a child and they don't realize, hey, I've wounded my child. And oftentimes later on in life, they're, they're, the effects are evident. You know, either the parent is going to lack self-awareness or maybe they're distracted, or in some cases, if they're exploitive, they have addictions, if they're narcissistic, What happens is by the parent not holding space and being present for the child while they are trying to express themselves and giving them the attention they need uh, and meeting this need to be validated and to be seen, it really serves to cause the child to feel abandoned and really extremely eternally alone. And this actually serves as a form of gaslighting. Uh, When a child's experiences is not validated, they feel like they can't trust themselves. They feel they invalidate their own experiences, and and ultimately it it invalidates them to the core. So children who are invalidated, oftentimes what they'll do is they'll enter into denial. They'll just disconnect from their own reality, and this leads to adults who live in denial of their own emotions and their life experience. Uh, In essence, they are invalidating and gaslighting themselves. And the idea behind this is, is that if my superiors couldn't see me and validate me for who I am, I must not be worthy uh, of the experience that I'm having. And ultimately, I'm just going to invalidate that altogether. Uh, and these children, later adults, what they'll do is they'll, they'll enter into adulthood, oftentimes feeling extremely invisible, like ghosts. Uh, oftentimes they'll, they'll feel like things are passing through them, almost like they don't even really take up any space, like they have no existence at all. And I do believe this is a strong uh, component of becoming uh, codependent later on in life because you just simply disconnect from your own experience and then serve other people and uh, invalidate yourself. Now, when it comes to relationships, specifically intimate relationships, uh, we often engage in very invalidating behaviors and habits, which erodes the foundation of any relationship of the trust that needs to exist for intimacy to occur. And, and most of the time, we are very innocent in doing this. And we don't mean to hurt our partners or invalidate them. See, what happens is our partner may get upset with us. You know, we feel deeply resentful when we did the best we could. So we're trying to validate them. Oftentimes there's communication that leads to clashes and arguments and fights, you know, but deep down, it's this need to feel seen, validated, and when this doesn't happen, uh, partners start to feel disrespected, shamed, rejected, uh, and most of the time there's no ill intent. Uh, And I would argue that most fights and clashes and arguments and relationship breakdowns occur because of this feeling of invalidation, which leads to ill feelings, it leads to resentments, feelings of rejection, all of which are rooted in shame. So you'd be surprised to see how many people, how many of us are motivated unconsciously by the need to be enough that's stemming from the shame that occurs when we feel invalidated early on in childhood. So this wound is is rampant and it leads us to do things that are really out of character and out of our nature, uh, out of alignment with who we, who we truly are, just to get the attention and the validation that we did not get early on. Uh, in essence, in, we are so desperate for this need to be met that we will do anything. We'll sacrifice our own needs. We will disrespect ourselves or violate our own boundaries and we'll compromise our overall well-being just in order to, let's say, impress people or to get the attention from other people by performing. Uh, ultimately, we're disconnected from ourselves. We're trying to get something from the outside world that we desperately needed early on and never got. So when it comes to narcissistic abuse, narcissistic abusers waste no time exploiting this very basic need for validation. Now this is usually because they themselves have the very same wound and and they'll be very aware of this wound in other people. And what they'll do is is they'll focus on what the victim cares about most and what they feel largely unseen and invalidated regarding. And they'll just pump validation into their victims and making them feel like, oh, finally, someone's able to see all their hard work or all their accomplishments and give them this feeling of feeling uh, seen and feeling validated, which serves as the hook to uh, pull the the, uh, victim into the relationship. So of course they are not actually validating it. They're not actually interested in the relationship and they string along victims and and, which really is very attractive for, for victims of invalidation because ultimately if you've been invalidated your whole life, if you've been gaslit, you are going to have this emptiness, this void, and you're going to be in essence very desperate for a validation and you'll fall for people who seem to understand you and can mirror you and validate you And you'll feel finally, oh, somebody gets me, right? Somebody accepts me, somebody sees me for who I am. And you see this as a very much the initial instinct that leads us to exploitive and narcissistic relationships. So now let's talk about how to overcome and heal our wounds of invalidation. Firstly, it's so important to heal the trigger and heal the wound of invalidation by getting in touch with who you are and Feeling comfortable with your needs and expressing those needs, in essence, we have to be the ones to validate ourselves. When we give that power away to somebody else, if we are looking for a parent in in, in our uh, you know abuser, if we're looking for somebody to give us something in the outside world that we in essence need to give ourselves, then we're setting ourselves up for exploitation. So we need to become the parent or the healer to our child self. Give ourselves the uh, the needs that we didn't get early on, and that's done by being present, feeling our feelings, listening to our hurt inner child, and uh, letting him or her feel seen and feel heard. It's important to express yourself. So many of us are hiding from ourselves because we feel that if we get invalidated or judged or rejected, it's going to be extremely, extremely painful, which makes it very difficult to open back up and trust. But it is so important to at least open up to yourself, express yourself, create a space for yourself so you feel like you're validated and accepted and not judged in your own life, and ultimately look for people around you who can hold space for you as well, whether this is a, a friend, maybe a family member, maybe a coach or a therapist, or just somebody you trust who can hold space for you and offer that validation when you have been experiencing years of being invalidated. It can be just drive you crazy. And this is what happens when we're gaslit is we are in essence having our reality stolen from us. We're being told that it's invalid. And ultimately we feel crazy because we don't know what to trust. We can't even trust ourselves. So it is so important and so much healing happens when we feel seen. So I would argue that specifically after narcissistic abuse, you know, you need to be validated. It's a desperate basic need. So it's important to find somebody who you feel you can trust, who understands what it means to be gaslit and be exploited in this way. I call this an enlightened witness, and this is somebody who can just validate all the gaslighting and the insidious mental manipulation, which could be lifesaving after years of having your own reality just manipulated and turned against you. Now, when it comes to validation in relationships, adult intimate relationships, it's important to identify if your partner can even validate you at all. If he could hold space, he or she can hold space, uh, or you want to make sure or identify if they are even interested in validating you. So, if they're not interested in validating you, this is a huge red flag, as oftentimes it is invalidating what they are doing, and this is uh, exploiting this unmet need for validation, stringing you along. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that this person has ill intent, but oftentimes when our partners are not validating us when we feel like we're invalidated is because they have no interest in doing so. We have to identify, okay, are they interested in taking steps to try to understand my struggle so that they can ultimately hold space so I can get this need to be seen uh, met? And if not, then ultimately perhaps this partner is someone who's not mature enough or ultimately just not interested in growth and in a relationship that is mature. And, you know, perhaps your partner can't relate to your struggle. You know, maybe they're trying, maybe they want to. And therefore, as much as they desire to meet that need, they simply do not have the ability to understand. Perhaps you grew up in a narcissistic home and they did not, and they really can't validate you as much as you want them to. And ultimately you feel, uh, you know, gaslit again, or you feel rejected, right? So it's important in this case to find somebody who you can trust, who actually can validate you. Oftentimes, we want our intimate partners to validate us, but simply, they can't. So it's important to identify that even if they, they want to, they may not be able to, in which case, find somebody who can give you that need, who can meet that need for you so you can validate yourself, accept yourself, accept your experiences, and learn how to trust yourself so you can get back in touch with your authentic self with just something very difficult after being gaslit for years, after being invalidated and having your reality distorted, and uh, which is obviously extremely wounding, but ultimately, healing has to do with going inward validating yourself and then surrounding your people surrounding yourself with people who could help you feel seen feel heard feel understood feel accepted which is so powerful when it comes to healing so just to share some personal experiences uh, obviously this need to be validated was one intense for me so i kept finding people who seemed to validate me and on some level they did because they had similar experiences but ultimately it was not until i myself validated myself and accepted that child self within me what he was saying that i was able to be that healer be that parent to my child self that's really when i finally felt like okay i don't need other people to to meet this need for me which they can't and ultimately it kept being used against me so that being said it would be my absolute honor to hold space for you so ultimately i can help you feel validated So you can find the inner voice, that intuition and the child self within and help him or her feel seen and express him or herself, which is so healing. And that's a vital element of the healing journey that I offer. So if this is something that resonates with you and you would like me to be that for you, you'd be more than honored to do so. So feel free to reach out to me uh, for assistance in this process of healing. My email is yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at magnoliahealingcenter.com. You can reach me by phone, uh, 818-210-6049. Well, thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the best.